Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. You are listening to Tita Talks, a podcast dedicated to usapang k drama, Pinoy teleserye, and anything and everything Tita related. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Now here's your Tita, Tita Marian. Hey there, welcome to Tita Talks. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. But if you've been here for some time now, welcome back, mga tits. Tits, as in tito, tita. <laughs> si Jin po ang nagturo sa akin yan. Anyway, this 2021, I decided to create a sort of month and routine for this podcast. Every last Tuesday of the month, we will be doing a tribute to the OGs of the K-drama world. Yes. Alright, so... Every last Tuesday of the month, we will be doing classic K-drama retold. <laughs> Ganun na yung level ng bosses, echas lang. <laughs> so it will be like me telling you a bedtime story. But instead of Disney princesses and Prince Charming, my stories will be about handsome opas and mga poor girls na nagtatrabaho for several part-time jobs tapos madalas nakatira sa rooftop but with the latest Samsung phones, di ba? Usual na yan. Actually, that's really something na sa mga k-drama. Very, ang daming trabaho, sobrang hirap sa buhay pero may latest Samsung phone. Anyway, so, yun nga. Every last Tuesday of the month, I will tell you a tentatively brief summary of a classic K-drama that younger generations may no longer be aware of. And I say tentatively brief summary because this really all depends on how well my memory is about the featured series for that month. So, will my storytelling be accurate? Of course not. Siyempre hindi. Will I possibly murder the story? Most definitely. <laughs> That's why I'm telling you now that you shouldn't rely on what I'm about to say. Because again, some of the series were from decades ago. And I barely remember what I had for breakfast earlier. So please, if you are not sure of what I'm saying or if you doubt whatever I'm going to tell you, Go ahead and re-watch these OGs because they deserve a lot of love. That's why I'm doing this. Alright? But other than that, this is also a good trip to memory lane. And it's something that we, you know, people whose age ends with an ish, 30-ish, 40-ish. <laughs> this is something that we love to do. 
And uh, yun nga, it's also a good way to reintroduce classics to the younger or new K-drama fans. Because honestly, these are the series that crawled so your current fave K-dramas can walk. Yup, I said that. <laughs> but enough of that. Let's go ahead with our first ever episode for Classic. K-drama retold. For the first episode, I would like to tell you the story of the K-drama My Lovely Samson. Maybe it's you I'm thinking of who meant this broken heart of mine. It's you I'm wishing for who be with me. Also known as My Name is Kim Samson, this is actually a series Now it first aired 2005. It won several awards and made waves in several countries including the Philippines. And we even have a remake of it starring Regine Velasquez. Ang title natin is Ako si Samson or Ako si Kim Samson, something like that. So this was also the series that launched Hyun Bin. Yes, si Opa Hyun Bin of your classic, uh, of the K-drama uh, Crash Landing on You. Ito yung series that launched him to stardom. And so kids and tits, this is how it begun. Once upon a K-drama time. Once upon a K-drama time, there lived a girl named Kim Samson. Now, kung hindi ka Korean at wala kang alam sa Korean words, Samson would be like a normal name, di ba? Parang Maria lang, kumbaga sa atin. Pero, Samson is actually an old-fashioned way of naming your kids. So, noong unang panahon, parang ito yung parang lazy and old-fashioned way ng papapangalan nila. So, Samson hated her name and has been thinking of changing it for the longest time. So take note of that. So anyway, si Samson, siya yung bunso sa tatlong magkakapatid. Tatlo silang babae, siya yung bunso. Lahat ng ate niya kinasal na and I guess at that time was happily married, kumbaga. Now, hindi rin naman siya yung typical na pabebe girl. Hindi siya. She's loud, she's arrogant, and medyo talaga palaban sa buhay, kumbaga. Now, she works as a patissier. A patissier is someone who makes um, pastries, uh, desserts, pero medyo may konting difference siya sa pagiging baker. Pero parang ganun na rin. I-google nyo na lang. Anyway, so yun nga. So si Samson, siya na lang isas nag-iisang anak na hindi pa kinakasal and she's in her 30s. So syempre, at that time, actually even now, pag nasa 30 ka na, medyo... Kinakabahan na yung mga tao sa'yo, baka kasi maging old maid ka. So, syempre yung mga magulang halos iparaffle na lang yung anak nila para lang hindi magkaroon ng old maid. So, anyway, so ayun na nga. Pero fortunately naman, si Samson, kahit na medyo nasa 30s na siya at hindi pa siya kinakasal, eh medyo wa naman at that time. So, si ate mo, except for her age and her weight, 
Yes, medyo on the heavy side si ate mo. Except for her age and weight, she actually had it good. She had a boyfriend and she had a good career. She was actually even considered as one of the best pagdating sa pagiging patisye kasi parang isa siya sa mga nakatapos sa isang French school. So sa France talaga siya nag-aral. So she was one of the best. And I know na masasarap yung gawa niya kasi I cannot pronounce them at the time. Hindi ko alam kung paano i-pronounce yung mga ginagawa niyang desserts. So anyway, she had it all good. Sis was living the life. Then it started to go downhill and it actually started nang medyo nagkaroon ng issue yung magjowa. So si Samson felt na medyo nagiging cold and distant and suddenly palagi na lang busy. So syempre, as ladies, we all know what this could mean, right? Yes, querida, kabit, mistress number two. And so, ayun na nga. So, nagduda si Samson na baka meron ngang kabit ang kanyang jowa, which is true. True enough. Eventually, yun napatunayan naman. So, anyway, one Christmas Eve, Samson decided to follow his then-boyfriend to a hotel. Unfortunately, si ate mo ay hindi nag-aral kung paano mag-stalk properly, kung paano mag-subaybay, paano mag-survey. <laughs> hindi siya nag-aral so nahuli siya ng kanyang jowa so ngayon dinala siya sa restaurant ng hotel dun sila nag-usap dun sila nag nagkaroon ng confrontation kumbaga unfortunately the confrontation la- led to a loud break up nakipag-break sa kay Samson ang kanyang boyfriend because parang pinalabas dun na walang tiwala si Samson blah 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 so nag-play victim pa yung kuya mo ang kapal ba? So anyway, of course, this led to Samson's ano, crying. Siyempre, <laughs> anong magagawa mo? You are in her in your 30s, you were in a long-term relationship and you thought that ikakasal ka na eventually kasi nga you're in a long-term relationship, 'di ba? Tapos suddenly getting dumped on Christmas Eve. So sinong babae ang hindi mapipigil lang umiyak? So syempre, Walang nagawa si Samson but to cry it all out at the hotel's uh, or the restaurant's uh, washroom. Now, this could have been okay. This would have been acceptable and talagang lahat tayo makikisimpatia. Except for the fact that Samson was crying in the men's washroom. Yup. Nasa men's washroom ang ating bida at doon humahagulgol, umiiyak, and super messy na yung hair. And girls, ladies, this is a perfect example why you should always go for a water waterproof mascara. Kasi you don't know when you would cry. So yun, si Samson nagmukhang pusit. Hindi lang rakon kundi puset kasi may black ink na yung pahalos covered na yung kanyang pagmumuka ng ink ng mascara niya. So anyway, so she was crying and all that. So blah, blah, blah. Now remember, this breakup happened in a restaurant. So everyone there, unless may problema ka sa hearing or had earphones stuck in your ear at that time, everyone was able to witness the breakup. Including ang ating bida, the young, 
the handsome pero may attitude na si Yun Jin Yun. Yun Jin Yun, who was also in the same restaurant because of another forced blind date by his mom, is the son of, or the heir actually. He is the heir to a hotelier. Now, despite that, he wanted to make it on his own. So, he built his restaurant, a French restaurant called Bon Appetit. Diba? Ang social Bon Appetit. So, um, medyo okay naman yung buhay ni Kuya Mo. Despite being the heir, ganun-ganun, his only stress in life na masasabi is the constant nagging of his mom to settle down. That's why he is on a forced blind date again. Kasi yung mom niya somehow felt that yung pamangkin or yung apo niya needs a mother figure. Now, itong apo is the daughter of Jinyon's brother who unfortunately died along with his wife in a car accident, which I've, I remember it right. Jinyon was also included in the accident. Siya yung nagdi-drive at that time eh. So anyway, this same accident also caused um, parang nagkaroon siya ng traumatic effect sa bata. So yung bata at that time hindi nakakapagsalita. Na nakakarinig siya, hindi lang siya nakakapagsalita because of a traumatic event nga. So anyway, so ayun na nga. So iniisip nung nanay ni Jinyon that maybe what could also help her ano, granddaughter is if she could have like a somewhat similar or close enough family figure. Yung parang may tatay, may nanay, ganun-ganun. So, she has been forcing Jinyun to finally settle down. So, anyway, so, ayun na nga, bumalik tayo dun sa restaurant. So, ayun na, yung date ni Jinyun was going bad again, mostly because si kuya mo ayaw talaga makikooperate sa nanay niya. So, medyo nagiging bastos sa mga dates niya, very, very frank, kung ano-ano yung mga tinatanong. So, eventually, something led to him going to the washroom. So, yun na nga, diba, yung si Samson umiiyak sa men's washroom. So, nung pumasok si Jin yun, and every guy was like looking at that stall kung saan nandun si Samson at umiiyak, Jin yun somehow felt that it's his obligation, maybe for equality sake, diba, kasi kung ito nangyari naman sa mga kababaihan at may isang lalaking umiiyak sa CR ng kababaihan, we would have all freaked out, diba? So, I guess, si Jin yun felt that it was his duty to protect the sacredness of the men's washroom, syempre kumatok siya. Pina, tina, ano, pinipilit niyang lumabas si Samson and Samson was like, teka lang, umiiyak ako dito. Ganon-ganon. So anyway, eventually, binuksan din ni Samson yung, si, yung stall and then, yun nga, tinanong siya ni Jin yun, what are you doing here? Are you a pervert? O nagpapadede ka ba ng anak mo? So, syempre, napahiya na naman si Samson and that's how they first met. Now, you would think that the second time that they would meet would be much better. Di rin. So, hindi yon. Hindi, hindi nag-end yung traumatic experience nilang dalawa doon sa eksenang yon. So, after some time, siguro na-realize din ni Samson and it is time to move on. So, one sunny day, Samson decided to apply 
for a job. She had to resign from her j- previous job kasi nga nagkakalabuan na sila ng jowa niya. And Samson somehow, parang siya yung mga taong nag-iisip na, you know, happy life, happy, parang ganun, <laughs> happy baking. So, para maging maganda daw yung outcome ng mga ginagawa niyang um, dessert, she had to fix her heart. So, that's why she had to resign. So, anyway, so, yun na nga. Samson decided to finally apply. And so, on one sunny day, pumunta siya sa isang hotel. The hotel had a restaurant and they were looking for a patissier. So, ayun, walk-walk si ate mo. May dala siyang mango mousse cake if I remember it right kasi I, I, I think I remember it right kasi yun talaga yung pinakatumatak sa akin mango mousse cake so may dala siyang cake to present doon sa nag-interview sa kanya as like a sample of her work so yung nag-interview na siya parang eventually in-explain niya kung bakit siya nag-resign sa previous job niya and all that however unfortunately hindi siya tinanggap dahil they thought that she was like overqualified. So yun, medyo nasaktan si Atemo and she was about to go out of the restaurant when she saw those parang people making the desserts or making the cakes. So she wanted to snoop around a little while. Like parang ganun, para tingnan lang. And you know, sometimes talaga din mapaglaro ang Dios. <laughs> you know the gods of Faith would love, really loves to play with our emotions. Diba nasa restaurant siya? And the restaurant is in hotel. The hotel, as you may have already guessed by now, is owned by Jinyun's family. And as if hindi pa yun enough to play with our emotions, that day, on that same day, Jinyun was also in that hotel asking for help sa patissier para naman tulungan siya sa restaurant niya kasi nga they were in need of a patissier the peep, the previous patissier had to resign so they're looking for a patissier <laughs> i keep on saying patissier <laughs> parang tanga so yun so genuine was about to also go to that corner sa restaurant kung saan nandoon yung patissier pero may nakita siyang nakablock sa may pintuan. It's like this girl, big girl, blocking the doorway. She was like snooping around. And I don't know what happened, pero somehow, nung paglingon ni Samson, because someone said, are you going in or out? Paglingon yung bigla, somehow, sa sobrang dry siguro ng hair ni ate, This is a good example of why you also need a good conditioner. So somehow, yung book niya na stuck sa coat ni kuya mo. And ayun, para silang in a very awkward position. So anyway, parang ilang seconds pa silang nagsastruggle para makalaya. Eventually, si Jinyon decided to cut the hair of Samson. So Shamper Samson was like, What the hell did you do to my hair? Diba? But, of course, Jinyun was like, I don't care. Go away. Parang ganon. He was like arrogant. He was there for some other things. And he has no time for G- for Samson's cry-cry whatever. So, Samson was like, 
get a load of this. Bigla niyang sinampal sa pagmumuka ni Junyun yung cake na dala niya. And walk out sa ate mo, syempre. Now, Junyun was like, what happened? Oh no, she did not. Parang ganun-ganun pa si kuya mo. But then, once nagkaroon siya na parang na-taste niya yung cake na sinampal sa pagmumuka niya ni Samson, Junyun was like, what is this delicious thing? And remind, let me remind you, he was there at that restaurant to get a patissier for his restaurant. So, he was like, this is so good. So, sinundan niya ngayon si Samson. Fortunately, Samson was not yet out of the hotel. So, she was about to go out nang makita siya ni Junyun and nagkahabulan sila. And eventually, parang papasok na sana ng um, taxi si Samson and nahuli siya ni Junyun and, you know, force his way in to the taxi. And that's when... He finally decided to give Samson his business card. So dun nga syempre nakita na he is the owner or the CEO of Bon Appetit. At first Samson was like for real? Tipo parang ang bagets mo pa tapos ikaw may ari na ng ano ng restaurant. Actually, Jinyon if I'm not mistaken was around 27 and Samson was 30 so may 3 years gap pero not that big. Anyway, so yun Samson was like For real? But eventually, she finally, you know, believed him that he is the owner. And Jinyun decided also to offer Samson, like, um, parang gusto niyang mag-apply si Samson for their restaurant. So, he told uh, Samson to bring some samples to his restaurant so that they can taste it and then finally decide whether to give the job or not. And Samson was, of course, yeah, why not? Broke na si ate mo, wala na siyang pera, ganun-ganun, wala na siyang magawa-gawa. So yeah, ginawa niya na. So nag-apply siya. Eventually, she got hired. Okay? But, you know, you think that this would be just a very smooth transaction, but no, hindi. There was nothing smooth about any of their interaction sa dalawang to. So anyway, Samson was being offered the job But she had one condition bago niya i-accept yung position as a patissier. And you would think it's like an increase or like extra vacation or like a flexible hours. But no, she wanted sa, um, to be introduced not as Samson but Kim Hejin. Diba? She hated her name. That's why she wants to have Kim Hejin. Everywhere she goes. Yun yung name niya until she can finally legally change it. So anyway, you think that would be a, a very simple request. Diba, papakilala mo lang yung tao as Kim Hejin. That's it. You don't need to do anything else. That's all her condition is. But, yun nga, nothing is ever smooth between the two of them. So Jinyun was like, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Parang, you can have any name that you want to have basta hindi hejin so syempre ikaw as a televiewer di ba mapapaisip ka like why why not so syempre iiral yung mga chismis sa utak mo so pag-usapan natin yan later on pero si Samson was like take it or leave it tapos pa walk out na si Atemo When, of course, Jinyun decided to finally give in and called her K. 
Kim Hejin. So yun introduced na siya as Kim Hejin sa staff, which turns out everyone was younger than her, except doon sa pinaka parang manager and the pinaka chef ng restaurant. Pero everyone else was young, and you know. Age in the Western countries is not really something that you ask someone. It's actually considered as rude. Pero in Korea and even in the Philippines, we ask age because we want to properly address people. So we want to call them like either ate, kuya, tita, tito, lola, lola, parang ganon, di ba? So yun, well, okay naman sana kay Samson that everyone was like, she's like the oldest kasi tanggap niya naman yung kahit papano pero ang hindi niya matanggap is that the women of that restaurant were fans of Ki- Jun of Jinyon yun Jinyon diba parang sabi niya why why do you like those that arrogant rude guy so Except for that, everything was actually doing good. So, kay Samson, she was working there for a couple of weeks already when her mom set her up on another blind date, which turned out to be a great date. Actually, the guy was good. Uh, seems to be into her. Doesn't mind that she's on the heavy side and she was like on her thirties already. Pero yung yung they were enjoying their date when you know. Ito yung sinasabi ko sa inyo, the lords of fate really love to play with our feelings. On that same restaurant, just a couple of feet away, is Yun Jinyon, also on another forced blind date. And dahil nga, syempre si Kuya Mo, she doesn't really, he doesn't really like the blind dates at all. He was being rude again, he was like the usual, being rude to his date. And somehow, he ends up going to the washroom again. On his way to the washroom, nakita niya si Samson laughing with her date. And he was like, why? Bakit masaya siya? And all that. You know, syempre yung mga kontrabida sa buhay natin, hindi talaga masaya na makita tayong masaya. So yun, Jinyon decided to play a trick. A naughty one. So, he walked up to Samson and her date and started saying something like na pang para siyang pamplot ng Nicholas Park pang Wattpad na parang kesyo pinaghihiwalay sila and all that na it was just a misunderstanding but eventually parang pinapakita niya na magkasintahan sila ni Samson and of course this was heard by his date who hindi naman nagdalawang isip na sampalin si kuya mo and then yung date naman ni Samson also of course with all the chaos nagwalk out and Samson was like what the f of course this led to releasing the kraken releasing the kraken that is Samson and Samson was like why would you do this why do you trample on other people's feelings? Porket mayaman ka, parang ganun-ganun. And she was like lashing it all out. And syempre, Jinyun was also syempre naman felt guilty about it. So somehow this led to them walking, parang magkasunudan, parang sinusundan. Parang siyang naging aso for a day ni Samson. So sinusundan niya sa kahit saan magpunta si Samson. And Samson was like, 
trying to re- control or calm her feelings. So, kung ano ano ginagawa niya, she went to arcade. She went to Doraebang. Doraebang is like the karaoke bar. And then, nagpaka-lasing siya, nagwalwal. Tapos, nag-inuman silang dalawa. And, oh, by the way, this is also where the iconic or the legendary pig stuff toy made the fa- first appearance. So, yun. Nagpakalasing si Samson and then nag-blackout siya. So, syempre, Jinyun was like, she, he had no choice. Kasalanan din niya naman to. So, he had to take care of Samson. And unfortunately, hindi niya alam kung saan nakatera. So, of course, the most logical thing to do is to bring her home where she, he can clean him up and uh, her up and also himself. Eventually, pagising ni Samson one morning, pagising niya, she was like, where the heck am I? Siyempre, nagpanik siya, di ba? Kasi hindi niya alam kung nasaan siya. So, si tinitingnan niya kung nasaan siya. Eventually, may narinig siyang ingay sa banyo. May naliligo. Ngayon, pagbukas niyang ngayon, ganun. Oh my God! There he was. Yun din yun. Fresh na fresh from the shower. So, syempre siya, kung ano-ano na naman umiral sa pa-imagination niya. So, nagwawala siya and they were all fighting about what really happened last night and all that. As the two were fighting, enter frame ngayon yung nanay ni, ni Jin yun. <laughs> Siyempre nagulat siya to see another a woman in the apartment ng kanyang anak. And mas nagulat siya to find out that this is the same woman na naging cause ng pagkakasira ng blind date ni Jin yun the other night. So, syempre, kung ano-ano na yung pinagsasabi ng nanay niya and all that, that's when Jinyun had another brilliant idea. He proposed to Samson to be his girlfriend. Now, girl, kalma, kalma, okay? He proposed to Samson that she would be his pretend girlfriend just so hindi na siya iset up ng nanay niya into this other blind dates again para tigilan na siya ng nanay niya and Samson was like ano ka hello diba parang kagabi lang or kahapon lang they were fighting and Samson actually resigned kasi nga sa ginawa ni, ni Jin yun. and then now he, he is proposing to be ano his boyfriend or her boyfriend so, syempre, Samson was like, no way, Jose. <laughs> Ang old school na mga <laughs> barat ko. Anyway, so yun. So, Samson was like, no, I will not do that. But Jinyo was like insisting and he was following her on their way to work. And she was like, no, leave me alone. So, eventually, parang hindi naman napapayag kaagad ni Jinyun si Samson. And she was like also asking, why her? Like, why of all people her? Ang sabi naman ni Jinyun was that it's because he knows that he won't fall for her. And that he knows, Samson also knows her place. So, kumbaga, hindi rin naman siya mag-attempt to even, you know, fall in love with him. Because, yun nga, hindi sila magka-level. But of course, alam na natin ang takbong ng kwentong to, di ba? Panood natin yan, ginawa na yan ni Mandy Moore, ginawa na yan ni Julia Roberts, kalahati ng pelikula ni Kim Choo, ganun din yung plot, di ba? <laughs> so, 
we all know how this story goes. But eventually, Samson also agreed to the deal because she needed money. Their house at that time was being foreclosed by the bank and kakauwi lang din ang isa niyang ate because she was going to get a divorce sa husband niya sa US. So they really had no choice but to ask for some help because they needed the money to uh, para makuha yung bahay nila, para mabili ulit yung bahay. So that's why Samson finally agreed to the deal. Now, since yung nanay niya ni Jinyun had people na mga parang kanyang mga kanang kamay all over the world. Etos, parang ganun. Jinyun had no choice but to also introduce Samson as his girlfriend to everyone. So, hindi lang sila nagpe-pretend na mag-shota pagkaharap yung nanay ni Jinyun but also around other people because they don't know kung sino dun yung talagang spy ng nanay niya. So, syempre... Diba nga, lahat ng staff ng kababaihan ng restaurant na yun ay mga team genion. Siyempre, this led to Samson being like an outcast for a little while. Eventually, yung iba naman na give in and, and were finally happy na Samson, like someone like Samson could land a genion in life. Anyway, parang ganun. So, there they were on a contract relationship. Yes, there was a contract. I remember that there was like an expiration date for their contract. And hindi ko maalala yung exact mga clause kumbaga ng contract. But I remember that one of their condition was that if, for example, in exposed ni Samson, whether by accident or whatever, na they were on a fake relationship, Samson w- will be penalized and she would be paying the money that she owes from uh, Jinyun right there and then with the interest. Pero pag si Jinyun would be the one to expose the relationship or fake relationship, parang mawawala yung utang. Parang hindi na kailangan bayaran na ni Samson yung pera na ino niya. So anyway, something like that. Yun yung parang contract nila. So yeah, medyo syempre nagtakwa pa rin yung nanay ni, Sam, ni Jinyon and all that. People were in the restaurant hated her and all. But, you know, they were doing well. They were doing okay. Until, remember that moment or that scene kung saan Samson was like, my name is Kim Hejin and Yun, um, Jinyun was like, you can have any name in the world except for Hejin. That is because Hejin is the name of Yun Jinyun's ex. The same ex-girlfriend that left him three years ago during the time na na-accident si Jinyun at eventually nga kinamatay ng kapatid niya at ng sister-in-law niya. This is the same girlfriend na minahal niya from very young age until yun nga, three years ago. And her name is Yu Hejin. Now, unlike any K-pop group's comeback, walang patiser, walang countdown to D-Day, all of a sudden, she appeared in that restaurant one day. Parang ganun. And Jinyun, of course, was like, Who you? Sino ka? Parang ganun. <laughs> she, he was bitter, diba? Iniwan siya eh. So, he was being difficult at first. Siyempre, accepted naman yun ni... Hejin because 
she left him. What he didn't know was that Hyejin had to leave him because three years ago, she also found out that she was battling cancer. And you know, after battling cancer for three years and now in remission, she is back. Kaya naman, she is trying to find ways to be forgiven by Yoon Jin Yeon. Now, of course, inaccept naman ni Hyejin na it won't be easy to win him back. But somehow, during this process of finding ways to be forgiven, bigla namang dumating ang kanyang doctor from the US na si Dr. Henry Kim. Now, kids, ladies, i-google nyo si Daniel Henny. Oh my God, if all doctors would be like him, I will never eat apple again in my life. Echos. Now, it so happens that this doctor is also in love with Hejin. Kaya nga sumunod siya from the US. Ikaw na. Ikaw na ang mahaba ang hair. So anyway, cut to the story na laman ni Jin yon that about the reason, the, the real reason kung bakit siya iniwan ni Hejin. And of course, since meron pa siyang unfinished business kay Hejin and everything actually happened so suddenly three years ago, Jinyun decided that maybe it's time to give Hejin a second chance. So, syempre, nakipagbalikan siya. And of course, this means that katapusin niya na yung pretend relationship niya with Samson. Now, it would have been okay if hindi pa na-inlove sa kanya ang ating bida. Unfortunately, by the time na nakipag-officially parang ined na ni Jin Yun yung kanilang pretend relationship, Samson was already in love with Jin Yun. And so for the second time around, Samson had to pick up again the pieces of her heart that was shattered. So, syempre, hindi naman niya kaya magtrabaho with an ex. So, she again had to quit her job. And na-decide na lang siya at saka yung ate niya na mag-online business kung saan parang magkakawa siya ng pastries. Napapad, ano niya, online, yung order. Parang ganun. Anyway, this was in 2005 anyway. So, I don't really remember how things are done before. Kung meron na siyang like Lazada or online bake shop. I can't remember. Anyway. So, yun na nga. So, everything was actually okay. Samson was trying to get her life back in shape. Yeah, parang ganon. Jinyun was with Hejin. But somehow, in this process na magkahiwalay sila, Jinyun realized na, shit, in love na rin ako kay Samson. Parang ganon. So, at first, he was like, no, I couldn't be in love with Samson. She was like, she's not my type. And compared mo naman kay Hejin, she was like a goddess, diba? Tapos etong si Samson, she was loud. She was, she's everything opposite talaga ni Hejin. So, hindi siya makapaniwala. But somehow, he still end up things kung saan makikita niya si Samson and she would, he would ruin her date. Yung mga ganun. So, si Samson, syempre, parang, tae na mo, ano bang gusto mo sa buhay? ba? Parang, iniwan mo ako para kay Hejim, tapos ikaw, eto, nanggugulo ka sa buhay ko. Like, what the F? Parang ganun. So, syempre, nagkaroon sila ng confrontation and eventually, naamin na rin ni Jinyo na he is in love with Samson. 
Now, of course, with this, syempre nagkaaminan na sila. So, this of course led to the official breakup ni Hejin and saka ni Jin Yeon. Now, I guess in her attempt, like her final attempt to win Jin Yeon, nakiusap si Hejin na kung pwede, ihatid siya ni Jin Yeon pabalik ng US sa family niya where she will officially be staying since there's no reason to stay in Korea anymore, di ba? And of course, sino bang matinong babae ang papayagan ang kanilang jowa samahan ang ex to travel abroad for like a week, di ba? So, syempre si Samson was like, no? Ano ka, hello? So, syempre hindi siya pumayag noon una. But eventually, na-convince din naman siya ni Jin Yeon. And yun, pumayag din siya, binigyan niya ng blessing na parang ganun. And Jin Yeon promised to be back after a week. Pero, eto na nga. Ang one week naging two weeks, na naging one month, na naging two months. After two months na walang paramdam, na kulang na lang talaga sabihin ni ano ni Samson na Jinyon kung naririnig mo ako pagalawin mo ang baso. Kulang na lang magganon siya. To, remember kids, this is 2005. So this is pre-Wi-Fi, pre-Facebook, FaceTime. So walang ganon. So walang way to contact other people. And yung overseas call was very expensive at that time. So syempre, si Samson was like, shit, wala na. Wala na talaga. So, she finally accepted na hindi na talaga sila magka- posibleng nagkabalikan yung dalawa during the process na nandun si Jinyon and si Hejin sa US. So, sabi niya, wala, niloloko lang ako. Naglulokohan lang tayo dito. So, yun, nag-move on na naman sana siya for the third, ano na, third time around. <laughs> Magkakalibro na si Samson on how to move on. So, For the third time around, she started to move on. And one way of her moving on is to change her name. So she finally decided to change her name that she hated so much since very young. Kasi nga, pinagtatawan na siya ng mga tao. Pero at the last minute, nang nasa City Hall na siya, si, i-change na yung dapat yung name niya. But then she decided, nah, to hell with it. So she finally accepted na... Samson would be her name for the rest of her life. And so, ayun na nga. So, she was on the process of moving on and according nga din sa isa sa pangap ways of how to move on is to go on a trip on your own. So, she decided one day to go hiking mount, sa isang mountain. And amidst the rain and the fog, that's when Jinyon suddenly appeared. Apparently, kararating lang ni Jinyon from the US and when he found out na nag-hiking nga si Samson, sinundan niya. And Samson at first was like, get the hell away from me! Diba? Siyempre, galit na galit siya. And yun nga, nag-explain naman si Jinyon that he was actually away because he wanted to check on how to run a hotel. Parang ganon. So he was... Taking the time to learn how to manage the hotel to eventually take over their hotel so he can also be like a man worthy of Samson. Parang ganon. And dun din nila nalaman eventually na parang all the postcards. Shit. 
postcards. <laughs> 2005, kids. 2005. So anyway, so all the postcards that he has been sending for the last two months were actually sent to the wrong address. Kaya naman, there was walang natanggap na kahit anong communication si Samson. So yun nga, which led to the misunderstanding. So eventually, they cleared their misunderstanding, patched things up, and picked up from where they left off. And so, despite na kontra pa rin yung nanay ni Jinyon sa kanilang relationship, the two officially started dating happily again. The end. And that, kids and tits, is the story of my lovely Samson. Next month, I will feature again another OGK drama for another episode of Classic. K-drama retold. <laughs> Abangan niyo na lang yan. Which is, again, this will be like a monthly thing. So every last Tuesday of the month, we will have this type of episode. And I hope that you also enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you have any questions, suggestions, violent reactions, or you just want to share the memories Nung pinapanood mo ang My Lovely Samson way, way, way back. Don't forget to tag me or at me or kung ano mang tawag dun, DM, PM, whatever. My social media accounts on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Podcast. On Twitter and Instagram, it's at TalksTita. Alright? And that's it. Good night, kids and tits. Weird sabihin. Good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. Thank you for listening to the Tita Talks podcast with your Tita Marian. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show so you won't miss out on new episodes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.